Praise the name of Jesus, praise the name of the Lord and welcome unto our wonderful program called Freedom Streams. Freedom Streams whereby we do dispense Christ, we do um, want to experience Christ with you wherever you are connecting from. This is Pastor Dennis Matov Odell from Freedom Experience Ministry. That is in Kampala, Uganda. Freedom Experience Ministry is a teaching ministry of the word that God has called to um, express this wonderful God through the, uh, the depth of teachings whereby we want to see that you take God uh, in your life as life imparted, light shining, grace enjoyed and truth realized for, for man's expression whereby you express God the God that is already in you so that his glory manifests. We want to come always and always to see that we bring to you, we introduce you to the God that is in you and you get to know about him in detail so that you may enjoy him, so that you may express him and uh, at the same time at the same time you experience such a wonderful God daily in your walk and in your life in Jesus mighty name. We have been talking about um, wonderful in our wonderful previous uh, episodes we talked about uh, the God and of the New Testament and his plan then the message is about experiencing the God uh, God is eternal New Testament plan we are experiencing this wonderful plan of God as, as, as it is written in the New Testament we have gone through Genesis and uh, we are sticking the New Testament to see what kind of God and what is his person what is this kind of God that is dispensing himself into us what is the extent of this God how is he able to come into our spirit and then we are changed just like that. We need to know such a God in full detail. And uh, this makes our episode 18, meaning that we have talked about this wonderful message in over 17 previous episodes that you need to go and listen to in case you have just bumped into this one. Praise the name of Jesus. So I want to continue from wherever we stopped the other time. We are talking about are the father of every family in heaven and on earth. We also talked about the father of glory. And what we are doing is that we are seeing several uh, expression in the scriptures in plain words whereby we come to know the God that is in us. We discover that is the father, the God and the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are seeing God's person. We are continuing the same message. God and his person or the person of God because everyone has got his personality whereby we can explain him in details by digging inside that living person so even God has got his own person that we need to know in order for us to take him to trust in him and to, to believe in him without any form of doubt so we have gone through the scriptures here and there to show you the kind of God has entered into man and we, today we are continuing with our number six which is the one whom no one knows except the son and he to whom the son reveals him this God that we are talking about is the one whom no one knows 
except Jesus Christ and only those that the Lord Jesus will reveal him. Praise the name of Jesus. And the Bible says in Matthew, Matthew chapter 11 verses 27, Jesus was calling uh, about call these people that are weary. But in 27 it says that all things are delivered unto me for my father. He says, all things are delivered unto me of my father and no one knows the son but the father. Neither knows, knows any, any man the father save the son and he to whomsoever the son will reveal him. In other words, no one knows the father except Jesus Christ and only those that is going to reveal says that all things are delivered to me by my father and no one knows the son except the father nor does anyone knows the father except the son and the one to whom the son will reveal him praise the name of Jesus now that is the modern King James version that's how it states it uh, rather than the the, the the old King James version that has got a lot of thou 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 praise the name of Jesus so it complicates sometimes and you feel as if you are not speaking the proper English but I wanted to, to, to read it from the modern King James version for you we see that in verses 27 the Lord Jesus says that no one knows the father except the son and he to whom the son will reveal wills to reveal him and here the Greek word translated no. Here it indicates full knowledge. Full knowledge. That is experiential knowledge. Whereby it's not merely objective acquaintance. Whereby you know something concerning the father. But he has become your experience. Concerning the son, it is only the father that has such a full knowledge about Jesus Christ. Concerning the father... It is only Jesus Christ that has a full knowledge of his father because he has been with him, is one with him, he lives in him. So he has a full experience and a full knowledge about the father. And only to those that he wishes to reveal. See, so if we want to know the father, it requires the son's revelation. We need Jesus to reveal to us who the father is. And this is why he came on earth primarily to see that uh, primarily that he reveals the father to us when you read john chapter 17 verses 6 you will see that in jesus's prayer he says that i have revealed your name to the men whom you gave to me out of the world they were yours and you gave them to me and they have kept your word so in his prayer is reporting to the father that one of my tasks was to reveal you to them and I have done that task I have revealed you to them when you come to verse 26 of John 17 he ends his prayer by saying and I made known and I made known to them your name and will make it known he says I have made it known and I'll make it known so that the love with which you have loved me may be in them and I in them. So he promised that I have made known uh, to them your name and I'm going to continue revealing this name to you, to them rather. So we see that this was one of God's 
It's his desire to reveal his father to us. And here the Greek word we have that we have seen the uh, rendered will wills to he desires he wills to reveal in other words it means he is doing it deliberately he deliberately exercises the will through the counsel to see that we know the father he does it deliberately is intending to reveal his father to us. He wants us to know him. When you see me coming with these long teachings the intention is that you know the Lord God. You know the father. You know the Jesus Christ you received. You know the spirit you have in full knowledge. And I'm doing it with this intention that we come to a full knowledge. Praise the name of Jesus. So when we come to John 17 verse 6 the Lord Jesus said to the father that I have manifested your name to the man whom you gave me out of the world now here the word the name father the uh, the, the name father the names God Jehovah you see that these are adequately revealing to man in the Old Testament uh, but not the name father we find in the Old Testament God is mentioned Jehovah is mentioned but when we come to the New Testament we find another title called the father there's father praise the name of Jesus but it was first mentioned in Isaiah chapter 9 verses 6 and we have seen it in Isaiah 63 verse 16 and even in Isaiah 64 verse 8 in the previous episodes whereby the Israel could call God their father because he fathered them in creation. So in the Old Testament times, in the Old Testament times, we see that God's people mainly knew God as Elohim. And that knowledge was that God was Elohim. That is God and Jehovah. That is the ever-existing one. So they knew a God who was Jehovah, the ever-existing one. But they knew very little about the title father. So they were not having that relationship with him as a father. When the son Jesus came and he worked in the father's name, he comes on earth, he begins to do ministry in the father's name. When you read in the book of Matthew, rather in the, in the book of John, chapter 5 verse 43, he says, I have come to do the father's will. And he went on to talk about, he says that in verses 23, John chapter 5, so that all should honor the son, even as they honor the father. He who, ha, he who does not honor the son does not honor the father who sent me. So he came and was doing ministry in the father's name. So he wanted now the believers to know God who was Elohim, who was their Jehovah, know him as their father that's why when you come to John chapter 10 and verses 25 he says that Jesus answered them I told you and you did not believe the works that I do in my father's name he bear witness of me so in his working and his ministry he wanted us to know the title father so to manifest the father to the men whom the father gave him and to make the father's name known to them he had to continue to even work and minister in the name of the father a name which reveals the father as the source of life 
and John chapter 5 verses 26 continues to show us that this father is the name that reveals that the father is the source of life for the propagation and multiplication of, of life and of whom many sons are born. Remember John 1 12, 13 shows us that whoever believed in him he gave them the power to be called the sons of God. So there is a propagation multiplication of life he has given birth to many sons and he is the source of this life so this makes him the father and jesus is revealing this father to us that we may know him who fathers us all so that means that the the father's name revealed by the son jesus is very much related to the divine life and this 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 title works with only those that are regenerated we can know the Father in the way of the divine life only through the Son's unveiling of Him. If Jesus does not unveil the Father to us, we cannot know Him and therefore we cannot possess His life. Just like other people that know about God, yet they don't possess His divine life. Praise the name of Jesus. So, in my remaining minutes, I want to talk about the source of all because he's not only the father but he's also the source of all things praise the name of Jesus when we say that he's the source of all things you begin to, uh, to enjoy and come to this knowledge whereby you say I now believe that whatever I have sources from God praise the name of Jesus when we talk about is God being the source of all as the father of all families both in the heavens and on earth let us read again our 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 scripture in Ephesians chapter 3 verses 14 to 15 uh, it says in Ephesians 3:14 and Paul was praying this prayer for the for the church of Ephesus he says that for this cause I bow Mine is to the Father of all, Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is named. He says that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by the, his spirit in the inner man. He goes on to pray and, 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 and he says that God is the source of all things and out of him we have seen that he went on to pray. When you read Romans chapter 11 verses 36 Paul continues to say that out of him, out of this God and through this God and unto this God are all things. So he says that out of him and through him and to him are all things. So we see that all things they source from this God. They come out of him. They go through him. Uh, then they return to him. It is like a cycle. Now, you realize that in the past, all things were out of him. That is in creation. In the present today, all things are through him. They, pa they pass through him. But in the future, you realize that all things will be to him. They are going to return to him. That's what Paul wants us to understand in Romans 11.36 all things came into being out of God in the past all things exist 
today through him in the present but all things will be to him in the future praise the name of Jesus so that's that's why the bible says all things are of him through him and for him praise the name of Jesus the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 8 verses 6 it consists to tell us that there is one god the father of whom all things now that we are seeing that here god is the source of all things that we see and even those that you don't see this verse in 1 Corinthians 8:6 tells us again that god who is the father is the source of all things and here the father refers not to god as the father of the regenerated believers but now to him as the source of all things praise the name of us all creation this is proved by the words of whom are all things in other words all things originate from this god he is the father of all things now all things are out of god as the source therefore god is called the father praise the name of jesus because everything is sourcing from him we have been knowing him as father because he regenerated us but he is also father of other things because they source from him so it is not only us the believers that call him father in our regeneration but he is the father of all creation and all things in creation for all things have come out of him created them praise the name jesus he created them Hebrews chapter 2 verses 10 let us go back to that verse we have already went uh, read it but i want us to emphasize something on it Hebrews chapter 2 verse 10 is that for it became him for whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons into glory to perfect the captain of their salvation through suffering so We see that Paul is talking about uh, lead, uh, the leading of many sons into glory. And this one of whom are all things our father and through whom are all things is bringing us into unto his glory. And in order to lead many sons into glory, God needs the heavens, needs the earth, and he needs all things. So all things which God created for the accomplishment of his purpose they exist through him in the present and will be for him in the future it is God it is God who maintains all things in the universe so that they may serve his purpose someone may ask a question why did God create all these things there are some even there are some animals that you ask yourself questions why did God create these animals things that have got forms but let me tell you because he has got a purpose through his purpose he wants all things to serve his purpose that means that all things that exist they are necessary to serve God's purpose and his purpose we have seen that he wants dispense himself through regenerated believers produce himself a church with the body of Christ to ultimately be the new Jerusalem as his 
abode so cause he has a purpose he wants everything to serve to serve his purpose everything in the universe he wants it to serve his purpose so lastly let us talk about this god being the father of spirits the father of spirits praise the name of jesus in the book of hebrews chapter uh, hebrews chapter 12 verses 9 you see the father of spirits mentioned the bible says that furthermore we have had fathers of our flesh who corrected us and we gave them reverence shall we not much rather be in subjection to the father of spirits and live so here they are introducing to us the father of spirits just as we have we have we have had fathers of our flesh that do discipline us and we respect them so there is a much more there is a father that we need to be subjected unto the father of spirits now here the father of spirits is contrasted with the father of our flesh in natural birth we were born of our father in the flesh therefore those are our fathers of our flesh they fathered you you possess their kind because they are fathers of the flesh. They fathered your flesh. When it comes to salvation, your father in the flesh does not bring you to salvation. You have so many believers that say, I cannot leave my father's religion <laughs> because I was born in that religion. That is your father in the flesh, but God is spirit. You must come to the to, to, to the father of spirits and be born again. So, it is only in regeneration that we are born again because in regeneration, according to book of John chapter 1, uh, let me read that verse for you. Chapter 1 verse 12, 13, Bible says that but as many as received him, that is verse 12, he, he gave to them authority to become the children of God to those who believe on his name. In verse 13 says, Who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh. In other words, they are not born by the father of flesh. These that are born again, says, nor of the will of man. In other words, their father did not plan that let us give birth to a son. But such people that have believed in Jesus Christ, they are and they were born of God. They are born of the Father of Spirits. Praise the name Jesus. So, He is in our spirit and the birth that He has given us is the birth in our spirit. He has not birthed our flesh. He has birthed our spirits. That's why He says in John chapter 3 when Nicodemus came to Him. Remember, I want to read for you from verses 1 to Around verses 6 in the book of John chapter 3. We see that this is the way we are birthed. And Nicodemus was like was not understanding the, the picture. So he comes to Jesus in the night. And he says that and there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher 
come from God. He says that for no one can do these things, these miracles which you do, unless God is with him. And Jesus begins to reply from verse 3 and says, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a man is born again, cannot see the kingdom of God. Unless he's born again. So, verse 4 continues to say that Nicodemus says to Jesus, How can a man be born again when he is old? Can he enter in second time into his mother's womb and be born again? Because Nicodemus knew about only one source of him. It says, My father is flesh, my mother is flesh. When you say born again, do you want do you mean that I'm going to go back in that same flesh? And they give birth to me again because he knew only uh, one source as father of flesh. But Jesus answers to him in verse 5 and says, Literally, I say to you, unless a man is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So, brings in another way of fathering. He says, man is supposed to be born of water. That is, uh, uh, and the spirit, water is baptism, and the spirit is baptism of the spirit, and the receiving of the spirit. Now, you cannot, he says, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Verse 6 says that, that which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of spirit is spirit. Jesus reveals another kind of fathering, which is the fathering of spirits. Nicodemus didn't know about another this kind of fathering. And that's why he was saying, you mean we are supposed to go back in our mother's womb a second time? Jesus says, no, that was your first uh, uh, rigging. You came from the flesh. But when I bath you and my father baths you, you will be born of the spirit and you will be spirit. So that means that the father is the father of spirits. It does not father our our flesh which is already fallen. He does not father such. He fathers spirits. Therefore he is the father of spirits. Now with these wonderful explanations from the scriptures we come to conclusion um, for this episode and we have seen majorly that uh, there is a God whom no one knows except the Son unto him that he reveals him. Then we have also seen that this God is the source of all. And then lastly, we have seen that he is also the Father of spirits. Now you see that in each and every episode, we are unveiling this God. And so far you have come to broader uh, uh, revelation about the God that is entering into your life to be in you for his expression. Praise the name of Jesus. And if you continue with us, you continue to know in detail this God. And we have taken enough time to see that we take you through all this wonderful revelation of the experience of this God and his New Testament plan. Praise the name of Jesus. I want to stop here. And I know that with this uh, 30 minutes episodes every day, the Lord is going to be blessing you. Until we finish up, 
finish off this series uh, series of teaching uh, in, uh, concerning this God and this eternal plan. May the Lord richly bless you. Um, I, I bless God for those of you that have kept on returning to our platforms and to our radios and to our podcasts to our, our website and wherever you are able to listen us from it means that you have been a supportive uh, listener. God bless you I am Pastor Dennis Matov all the way from Freedom Experience Ministry in Kampala, Uganda visit our website at domexperienceministry.org or you can uh, download our application your phone, Freedom Experience app May the Lord rich bless you. May the Lord increase you. And may you stick with us to continue this wonderful experience together. God bless you. Bye-bye.